<laughs> We've got lots of stuff going on here, haven't we? Yeah, it's great. Could you just pray for us? Yes, of course. Lord, I thank you for John, for the word that he carries in his heart. Not just for today, but Lord, for generally, Lord, for encouraging your people, for building them up, Lord. And I just pray now that as he speaks, you'll speak through him and that you will give us listening ears to, to hear that word and Lord, apply it to our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's great. Thank you. Good stuff. Well, we're continuing the series on love one another. And today we're going to look at encouraging one another and how that is an expression of love for one another. As I uh, began to work through this, um, yeah, this word, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, it kind of brought some stuff up uh, for me and I think, it, I think it could bring some stuff up for all of us. But I just want to let you know that it's okay, amen? It's really okay. You know, if God does bring some things up and there's some things that you've got to accept and some things that are perhaps being painful or however you've been affected by things, I just want to let you know it's really okay, amen? Because you're kind of allowing things that are there anyway and Jesus knows all about them, all about them. And he's here for you this morning as much as he's been here for me as I've prepared this and he will be with me as I, as I go through this, amen? So we're going to look at what it is to encourage. I'm going to be honest around um, some of the hugely positive aspects of encouragement that I have been the recipients of over my life. Some really, really stunning stuff. But also I'm going to look at the impact um, of when we fail to encourage. And where that leaves us and what God says about that and what his heart for you is as an individual. And I'm going to believe that God's going to catch our attention. Amen. Okay, and at the end of the day, he'll catch your attention if you want him to catch your attention, amen? So we're just going to pray for ourselves and for everybody, and we're going to believe that God's going to do a work with us this morning, amen? Okay, let's close our eyes. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. Father, we lift ourselves to you. We lift the person in front of us person behind us, the person to the right and the person to the left. Father, we ask that Holy Spirit, you would speak deeply to us this morning, that we would hear your voice in some of the words that I say, that you would take what I'm going to bring and you would make it individual to each person wherever it finds them, that we would do some business with you this morning, Father, that Holy Spirit, you would encourage, but also, Lord, we open ourselves up to be convicted by your Holy Spirit, Lord, and that we as a church, as a result of this, would express more of our love for each other through the incredible thing that encouragement is that you model so well. In Jesus' name. Amen? Great. Okay, so we're just going to take a few moments uh, in the beginning of this word to allow you to think okay, about some stuff. So I would ask you um, to really be honest with yourself around some of this stuff. So the first thing I want everybody to do, I want you to just close your eyes, we'll help you, but I want you to think of the last time, the last time you were really encouraged by someone. Just take a few moments to think of the last time someone 
really encouraged you. Amen. How how do you how do you feel? How do you feel remembering the last time somebody really encouraged you? Anybody want to shout out how you feel? Satisfied. Satisfied. Anybody else? Content. Content. Anybody else? Encouraged. Encouraged. Of courage. More of courage. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You know the person who brought you that encouragement. What what do you think? How what were you thinking about that person? When they encouraged you, was it a warm, friendly feeling towards them? Amen. Amen. It's great. Encouragement is phenomenal. It's a two-way thing. It not only blesses the person that you encourage, but it also blesses the person doing the encouragement. Our warmth towards people who are encouraging is fantastic. Can you now, just for a few moments, just take an opportunity to remember? The last time when really someone should have encouraged you. Just a situation that you were in when you did something or you, were, you made a mistake or you got something wrong or you just were facing some tough times. And just we're going to let ourselves go down this avenue for a few moments of thinking what it was like when someone missed the opportunity to encourage you as an individual, just if you are able, let yourself go to what that felt like. good it's good to let these things settle with you I'm not going to ask you to shout out but I could probably guess some of the senses that you feel I know f for me um, there's there's quite a there's quite an emptiness around it I think just quite an emptiness a bit of a almost like really you know where somebody didn't say what they really really should have said I mean we're not talking about you know, hard to come by encouragement here. We're just talking about people who just didn't say really what they should have said to you. Um, I've spent a, a good week on this subject, so I've been, I've been right into this. So first of all, I just want to say to anybody here who knows me and anybody that I have walked with, I just want to just say sorry that there will have been times when I've not encouraged you when I should have done. Amen? I just want to say sorry. Because when you connect with what it means when someone doesn't encourage you. You kind of realize that that's how you can make someone feel. Amen? When you don't encourage them. This is a powerful, powerful thing. This is not just a lighthearted. This is a powerful expression. Amen? And if you know Christ now this morning, I just want you to have another moment of thinking of what it was like when you last went to God when you needed some encouragement from him. Let's just let ourselves go there. Just let yourself go there. When everybody around you didn't, but you felt alone and he went, I am with you.
that moment when you made a mistake and, and you wanted people to forgive you, but they didn't, but Jesus did, amen? The last time you fell short and you just went, God forgive me, and he did. The last time something didn't work out how you thought, but he said, I am with you. I am for you. The last time you felt grim personally, and he said, I love you, my beloved daughter, my beloved son. The encouragement of God, amen? Can you feel that? Amen? How does that feel? How does that feel? It gives you courage, and that's what we are going to talk about this morning. The truth is, I think if we stop and think about this thing of encouragement, I think we all know categorically that we should encourage more. Can I just have an amen? Come on. Just, you know you should. We know we should, okay? And today we're going to look a little bit about why we wouldn't do that. Why would we not encourage? What is it in us that stops us encouraging other people? Showing other people our love for them by the way that we encourage them. Um... The power of encouragement is enormous. Um, as I was, again, preparing for this, I, I kind of went back to just one thing. I tried to pick out an, an event. So as many of you will know, I record most events in my Bible. My Bible is full of events, what God has done and what people have said. And listen to this, okay? On the 22nd of January, 1997, so people who don't know... Um, Together with Lizzie, we uh, found the charity Christians Against Poverty, and it was a little bit, it was very, very difficult. On the 22nd of January, 1997, at eight minutes, sorry, nine minutes past eight, um, Angela Spencer, Amy's mum, okay, at nine minutes past eight, rang me up, and she said, this, I have got this word for you, John. At the time, I was at a very low point. I had no money, we had debts, we'd just been married a few months, we were looking like we're going to lose our house. We'd suffered from vast sums of lack of encouragement, just huge, huge amounts of lack of encouragement on us. And she rang up at nine minutes past eight and said, John, God's told me to ring you because I want you to hear this. And she said this, she said, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to your forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law of my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right to the left that you may succeed in whatever you do. Do not let this book depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be careful to obey everything written of it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. Eight minutes past eight, nearly 25 years ago, your mum bothered to ring me up and it was a three-minute conversation. And that one thing has led me to a lifetime of Joshua, amen? A lifetime of not being terrified, amen? One person. Do not underestimate, amen, the power of encouragement, what it does to people. What it does to people. Let's look at what some of the Bible says about this. So in, in, in Matthew 3, verse 16, 17, <clears throat> I think we've got that coming up. Here we go. 
As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descend like a dove and alight on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Amen? That's what God said about Jesus. Now, if ever you feel like, well, I don't really need to encourage, okay? In many ways... <coughs> If you can imagine the Trinity, Jesus would have known that his father was well pleased with him. Are we all okay with that? He would have known. But his father didn't go, oh, well, I'm not going to say anything because I'm sure you know. Amen? He got over himself. And I'm being very, very facetious. Don't misunderstand me. But listen, not only did he want Jesus to know and be reminded that he was pleased with him, but he also wanted John the Baptist to know that the God who him served was a God of encouragement. Amen? Don't forget, the context in this time was that God's would have been somebody who would have been feared, feared greatly, who you would have been in fear of, yet our God wanted to let John the Baptist know that he was a God of an encouragement. He wanted to encourage his son right there at the beginning. Did God need to say that? Well, who knows? But he began straight away by speaking encouragement. How many times have we got to the point of thinking, I'm going to say something encouraging to someone, and then somehow it just gets kind of, just gets kind of pulled away from us? Amen? Lots of thoughts come in, and I've got a few that you, might be th- that you may have thought, and please you know, hear my heart here. I'm not here to criticize. I'm preaching to myself. A couple of things like, well, I'm not going to say that. That might make them feel a little bit puffed up, and I want to make sure they don't get too uh, you know, you know, excited and pleased with themselves. Anybody ever felt that? No hands, please. Amen? Really? Listen, humility is a heart condition. You're not going to make someone proud by encouraging them. Amen? You know, they're proud whether you encourage them or not. If someone's humble, they're humble whether you encourage them or not. It's, it's, it's something that we just can, can snatch away. In Acts 20, verse 1 to 2, and this is in the, the message version, which again spoke so much to this. With things back to normal, it says, Paul called his disciples and encouraged them to keep up the good work in Ephesus. In Ephesus? Ephesus. Ephesus. <laughs> Dyslexic KO. It doesn't say this, does it? When things got back to normal, Paul called the disciples together. And there's a few little things that they could have done a lot better. So he decided not to encourage them on this occasion because he wanted to kind of keep them a little bit, not too excited about what God could do. So he thought he'd just keep them a little bit, you know, a little bit, you know, down. There's a lot of things he wanted to say because he'd seen a lot of stuff. No, he encouraged them. Amen. Because he knew the power of encouragement. He knew the power of encouragement. <laughs> then saying his goodbyes, he left Macedonia, traveling through the country, passing from one gathering to another. He gave constant, constant encouragement, lifting their spirits and charging them with fresh hope. Amen? Who needs fresh hope? Who needs fresh hope? Come on. You put your hands up. I can see you. You know, I know you're out there. And there's some waving at the back. You need... I need, okay, I need fresh encouragement and fresh hope. And one of the ways of guaranteeing that you're going to give someone that is by encouraging them, by speaking out something that lets them know you are connected with them, that lets them know that you are thinking about them, that lets them know that you believe good things for them. Amen? 
Because that's what you do when you're encouraging. You're putting yourself in their place. You're saying, you are so important. I'm going to think of what life like for you. And I'm going to find a way of telling you, well done. Amen? Amen. That's the power of encouragement. That's the power of encouragement. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 12, 18. Again, beautiful verses here. It says, now friends, I ask you to honour those leaders who work so hard for you, who have been given responsibility of urging and guiding you along in your obedience. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. Okay? Okay. It doesn't say, now and again, if you really can't avoid it, just think of a little bit of something you might say that's not, that's slightly more positive than neutral. Is that what? Amen? Amen? By the way, I've been a leader in the church for 11 years. Trust me, some people have read these verses, perhaps not got the full translation of them. Amen? Amen? Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. Okay? So we're going to do that right now. All right? So we're just going to cheer and clap our pastor, Mr. Matthew George Barlow. Let's give him a cheer. Yay, well done, my boy. Sit down. <laughs> Amen. It's easy, this stuff, isn't it? How do you feel a bit better for that? Yeah, he feels better as well. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It says, get along amongst yourself, each of you doing your part. Our counsel is that you warn the freeloaders to get a move on. Oh, I, love, oh, I love this one. Okay, this is a good one here. So I can feel you thinking, hmm, that's not very encouraging, is it? Well, there are two ways you can get someone to move along, shall we say. Amen? You can do it in such a way as it's really encouraging. Amen? You can. You can, you can challenge people in a really encouraging way. You can do it. You can. Because if your heart is for them, they'll know your heart is for them. Amen. And if you really care enough about someone that you're going to reach out and risk a little bit of some edge to say, oh my gosh, come on. Amen. It is encouragement. It is. You can do it in an encouraging way. You can do it in such a way as just, hey, we all know the other way. Amen. That's not going to get anybody to do anything that God wants them to do. So even in our challenging times, it says, gently encourage the stragglers and reach out for the exhausted, pulling them to their feet. Oh my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a couple of people out. And hey, I just really felt when I was going through this, because I, I went personally into these verses and looked at my own life and things. I'm just going to pick a couple of friends out, okay? I'm just going to do it because I think it's right. But Tim Morfin, who has been my mate for 20-odd years, and Gareth Jones, who's walked with me for, yeah, we've worked together now on and off 12 years. I just want to say that these two guys have pulled and exhausted John Kirkby up time and time again. Whatever I've done, whatever mistakes I've made, wherever I've found myself, however difficultly, wherever I've been, these two men have pulled up and exhausted John Kirkby. They've just pulled me up. Just pulled me up. They've just pulled me up and exhausted Johnny Boy. 
They've always spoken good into my life. They've always spoken a sense of understanding and encouragement. They've always said, it's okay, John. You're going to get there. It's okay. I'm with you. I understand it's difficult. I'm with you. I'm for you. You're doing well. You're doing well. You're doing well. I know it's not difficult. Okay, it's not worked out how you thought, but you're doing well. These two men have lifted me up and exhausted, and they've pulled me to my feet. And I just want to say thank you to both of you for doing that. You have meant an awful lot to me. Really. Be patient with each other. Be attentive to individual needs. You know, when you're thinking about individual needs, I can tell you everybody needs encouragement. Amen? You don't have to, go, don't have to do an online survey. Amen? Amen? We all need encouragement. Be careful that, you, that when you get on each other's nerves, you don't snap at each other. Look for the best in each other and always do your best to bring it out. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray at all times. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you to belong to Christ Jesus to live. And then I love this. Verse 14 in the NIV says, And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. <laughs> Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that no one pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other. And for everyone else. Yeah. After years of, yeah, of receiving both sides of the coin, um, I just want to sort of speak up um, for people here today. Um, if you've not received the encouragement that you should have done, So 40 years ago, I lost my dad. I lost my dad at 18. I lost a life encourager. I lost my dad, who believed in me, despite no evidence to the contrary, huge evidence to the contrary at the time. He believed in me, even though I was a mess at the time. And we all think everybody's got it all together and we all think everybody's up for it and everybody can take stuff. But the truth is all of us have got aspects of our life that leave a scar on us and leave us in the need of human kindness and encouragement. Amen? And if you're going to walk with God and you're going to put his kingdom first, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to fall short and you're going to need people who are going to be kind and generous to you. And I'm going to pick another person out here who I believe expresses this sense of, of thinking of the other person. Um, again, if you've been in the church for a year, you'll know that um, you know, last year I got something really wrong. I made a mistake. And quite rightly, um, quite rightly, this is not a criticism, quite loudly, it was quite right that some people told me um, that I'd made a mistake and that I should have done things better. And that was correct because I had and it was okay. Amen. I'm up for people. It's okay. But right in the midst of my darkest day, Steve Sheldon rang me up. And Steve reached in to where I was and knew that I was not in a great place, that I was struggling with something. And he reached in and he said, I understand you, John. 
it's okay. We'll work with you. I understand your heart. I'm for you. We can work this through. So I want to say, Steve Sheldon, thank you for being an astonishing encourager at the time I need it. Amen. Let's give him a round of applause. Thank you, Steve. So, as we draw to a close, I'm going to go through some, uh, hopefully a little bit more light-hearted, as to why we might not encourage. Everybody okay with this? So you can laugh at yourself now. Everybody all right? I give you permission to laugh at yourself. So I got a top, yeah, I got top 10, but I cut it down a little bit. Okay, so here we go. So... Um, you had an opportunity to encourage someone and you didn't. You missed it. Okay, so you didn't. Let me just think of some of the reasons why you might not encourage. Um, and these are just my ones I could think of. Uh, well, it wasn't that good. <laughs> Anybody else with that one? Well, it's not that good, is it? You know what I mean? Amen? You know that one that just creeps in? Well, it wasn't that good. So somebody does a little bit of, does something and you go like. So for instance, um, okay, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Occasionally, someone gives me a cup of tea, yeah, and it's just, just average. Everybody okay with an average cup of tea? There's nothing particularly special about it. It's just a decent cup of tea. In fact, some people put too much water in. But anyway, moving on from that, you know what I mean? It's not brilliant, amen? You know, people are, are serving as... And by the way, it's your lucky day if you're on today, I hope. Okay, he's <laughs> like, hey, you know what I mean? But I, by the way, I will have failed sometimes. But I always try when I'm here on a Sunday, I always try just to kind of pop my head around the door and just say to people, Thank, thanks, for, thanks, thanks for coming and thanks for serving with a cup of tea. Okay, lots of things are not brilliant. Amen, but it doesn't mean to say you only encourage the brilliant. Amen? You know what I mean? Just, you don't have to be brilliant to encourage people. It doesn't have to be brilliant. By the way, please do this, okay? Because one of the greatest encouragers in my life by far is my wife, Lizzie. Anybody who knows Lizzie, let me tell you, she should be preaching on encouragement. She's a walking, talking, phenomenal encourager, okay? So if you've got a kid... So we're going to... She told me not to to mention her, so I thought I will, okay? So you know if you've got a kid in Sparklers today... Who's got kids in Sparklers today... Can you do me a favour? Yeah, even if you don't really want to and you don't think she's done a brilliant job, could you just say to her this morning, Lizzie, thank you for 11 years of being involved and doing on Kids Church for 11 years, and I really appreciate that you had the kids so that I could sit here. Everybody okay? And can you do it like en masse, like proper en masse? Everybody just flood in there, yeah, and stop, you know, push people out of the way. No, no, Lizzie, you don't really... And when she says this, oh, no, no, it's nothing. Go, it is something. I want, okay, I want... Pro- Everybody up for that. Can we do that for her, Yeah. Okay? And maybe do it for the other kids' workers as well, but not obviously too much. (laughs) Don't do too much. Okay, another one. You can encourage someone. Well, I don't need encouragement. I'm all right. There should be a manage without it. (sighs) Amen? Anybody? Anybody who's just thinking that, oh, that's not me. Mm, Maybe it is. Because some people seemingly don't need encouragement as much as others, yeah? Let me tell you, needing encouragement is not a weakness. Can I just sing it out there? Amen. Jesus Christ got encouraged by his heavenly father. It wasn't a sign of weakness. Amen. Needing to be encouraged is not weakness. It's often sensitivity. It's often a sum total of what you're going through. 
don't think if you don't need as much encouragement as others, that other people don't need it. We need to encourage people more. We really do. Another one. Well, they start to think they're too good if I say well done. Anyone else? Anyone else with that one? Amen? Oh, I'm not saying well done. They already think, they already think they're pretty good. I'm not telling them that. I'm not, I'm not going to tell them that. I'm not going to tell them that. They might start thinking they're pretty decent, and that's not what I think, so I'm not going to do it. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm exaggerating. Everybody okay? Please don't send me a discouraging email after this one, <laughs> whatever you do. Okay, I can take them normally, but maybe not on this one. Amen? You do know that's just not how it is. Amen? That's not how it is. It's not how it is for you, is it? You know what I mean? When any, has anybody ever encouraged you and you've gone, didn't really need that, you can save that for someone else? <laughs> ever? We all know what it's like. Well, we've got to think of what it's like for other people. Maybe no one encourages you. So why should I encourage others? Mm. As you sow, so shall you reap. Amen? As a family of believers, as a community, I do believe that this is something that really, really can make a difference. As I brought the whole thing to a conclusion and worked out how yeah, where I, where I think I landed on this whole thing about encouragement. I think the reason why I think it's important, and I think it's a real expression, is fundamentally encouraging others is not about you. Amen? If somebody is an encourager, there's a high possibility they're thinking not about themselves. Amen? And if someone is not an encourager... And can't put themselves where you are and realize that it's right to encourage. My suggestion would be that they will be leaning more towards themselves. Amen. And as people who are to reflect a Jesus into a hurting world. Then I think we should be people who put ourselves in other people's positions. And try and imagine what it's like for them. And have a sense of what they need. And a sense of encouragement is a really good thing to show people that you're thinking about them. And I think we can do a lot better with it. Encouragers win. Amen? They just do. Encouragers see life from other people's perspectives, which is a really good thing. Encouragers are part of God's plan for people. Jesus is our greatest encourager. I testify, as most people, I'm sure, in the room can testify this morning. Jesus Christ has been my greatest encourager. Always kind. Always understanding where I am. Always forgiving. Always gentle. Always with hope. Always forgiving, always picking me up, always when I needed challenging, doing it with grace and love. Jesus Christ has been, for 28 years, my greatest encourager. And I have needed a Jesus Christ who's been my greatest encourager. And so do you, his greatest encourager. And make sure that we connect to the greatest encourager, amen? Because that's the right way, amen? 
Because if we connect more to him and his encouragement, then that will flow through us to encourage other people. He has never ceased to stick with me. He's always encouraged me to get through. He's always been grateful for all I am. He's always been thankful for my heart after him. He knows everything I've done wrong. He knows every thought. He knows every mistake. He knows every selfish act. Yeah, he still chooses to encourage me. He gives me fresh starts all the time. He renews my belief in me. He's never left me. He's never forsaken me. And he's the same for you. Jesus is the ultimate encourager. And with such an example, surely we can be better encouragers. Amen. Surely we can be better encouragers and show the love that we have for each other in a tangible way that everybody can do to change people's lives. I believe that, I believe encouragement ultimately is, a, is an act of generosity. It's an act of generosity. I believe encouragement is an outward expression of an inner heart that reaches out to others. I'll say that again. I believe that encouragement is an outward expression of an inner heart that reaches out to others. In Deuteronomy 15.10, I love this. It says, give freely and spontaneously. Don't have a stingy heart. The way you handle matters like this triggers God. Your God, blessing in everything you do, all your work and your ventures. Do not be stingy in your encouragement. Do not, be, be, do not give it begrudgingly or with a barb at the end. And for me, yeah, the verses that I often come back to, which I would speak out are so true, is Proverbs 11.24 and we'll finish on this. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Those who help others are helped. And Proverbs, the same Proverbs in the NIV. And if I may, I'll add encouragement into the words. One person gives encouragement freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds encouragement unduly and comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Encouragement is the one of the most refreshing things you can do. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit that supports, encourages. Thank you. I believe you will have done some work with us this morning. We asked at the beginning that you would. Father, would you make us a group of people who encourage more, who are spontaneous and overwhelming in our gratitude and thanks for others? Would we show each other our love for each other by thinking about each other and putting ourselves in a place to speak out encouragement and show a hurting world that is desperate for encouragement that you're the God of the encourager. You're the God of encouragement to each and every one of us. And wherever we find ourselves this morning, I pray we pray for each other and ourselves that the God of encouragement would speak into our lives now. 
Where forgiveness is needed, we would receive it. Where restoration is needed, we would be restored. Where forgiveness is needed, we'll receive it. That you would be our ultimate encourager, that you have not finished with us yet. That the latter days will be better than the former days. And that encouragement would mark us out in this hurting world. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's give God a clap.